I've been to hundreds of auditions. Do you want to know what happens? Either they interrupt me because someone ordered a sandwich, or they cut me off after two seconds, or I'm crying and they start laughing, or I'm one of a hundred lookalikes in the waiting room who never has a chance because, because, because what? Because I'm probably not good enough. Yes, you are. No, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm one of those people who's always wanted to do it, but never had a chance. It's a pipe dream. Maybe it's like you said, maybe I need to grow up. I can go back to school. I can find something else that I'm supposed to do. I left school to give it a shot and it didn't work out and it took six years and I don't want to do it anymore. Why? Why what? Why don't you want to do it anymore? Because it hurts a little bit too much. Hello, folks. This is NYC Actors Talk Film, a podcast where we talk about film, TV, video games, and more from the actor's point of view. We have a very special guest today, Albert Nelthrop. Hey. It's, it's, it's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Hey. How, are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Heck yeah. Welcome to the show, these man. Times. Sorry, yeah. what was that? Oh, welcome to the show. We're super happy to have you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're all uh, you, 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 you yourself are an actor, singer, just like us. That's that's true. That's true. And might so not be a, might not be a lot out there for us right now. <laughs> exactly. We're all strug <laughs> We're all struggling a little bit. So. Right, 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 right. So yeah. Um. So on this fine morning, uh, or uh, for for you folks, whenever you're listening to this. Um, we will be discussing the spookiest movie, maybe of all time. Maybe well, of all Halloween season, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, we, t today we will be talking about La La Land. Ba -bum. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Shut your fucking phone off. <laughs> oh, no. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no yeah. phones allowed. No phones in this podcast. That was on my computer nonetheless, too. So. We we hate phones. We hate them. What is that? I'm going to turn this off. What was that? My ears. <laughs> yeah, especially in La La Land. There's no cell phones in La La Land. No yeah, phone. barely. That tapes and records. That's, yeah, that's right. It's a choice. It's a choice. There's only a cell phone, I think, in like one scene. When I she's auditioning. Like, when she's auditioning. Audition. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe, maybe there's another one because she. But what does he pick up when he gets a call about the audition? Her getting an audition. Yeah, the phone. His, his cell phone. His yeah, cell that's phone. right. So there's another. Cell All right, phone. this theory's getting debunked. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are there are a few cell phones in in La La Land. Okay, okay. But but a, I'm. Oh what? They're not a focus, and we don't get any text messages on the screen because that would take away from the aesthetic. That is true because it is yeah. trying to be a uh, kind of an homage to, to old time, old timey uh, musical movies, mm -hmm. in a more modern setting, but still. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to jump in, and we're going to talk about this thing, because uh, all of us have probably a lot of thoughts about this movie, um, yeah, and it's a musical movie, um, and it's probably the, the most popular uh, musical movie right now of, of this time. Yeah, I guess so, right? For sure. Um, and, and what does that mean for, for musicals in general? Like, is that a good thing that it's so popular? Right. Is it not? You know, it does it really well represent 
um, musicals, musical theater, because we we know we're musical guys. Yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna jump into that and also jump into later in the podcast. We're just gonna jump into uh, another off the top uh, section where we just talk in general about acting and singing in in movie musicals mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, musicals on the stage because we're mm-hmm. thespians. Yes. Albert, I wanted to ask you something before we uh, we dive into this movie. Sure. So, the topic was like musical theater movies, and mm-hmm. I found it really interesting how you uh, chose a movie that hasn't been done like on the stage. Right. Well, I think the thing about this movie is it's not. I mean, there there have been talks about people wanting to do it on the stage, but like absolutely not. You know, I, in my opinion, I. I it was made for the movies and it, you know they they made a choice to start out in cinemascope and everything and and it it's an homage to classic mgm films so i, I don't think it belongs on the stage yeah. um that being said i i mean and in terms of when it comes to musical movies like this isn't my favorite musical movie by any means but it's what i really do like the movie um i i have a lot of like I, I wrestle with it a lot, though, you know, because I think... Yeah, yeah, Let, let's let's get into that, then, since you're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah your, your I mean, overall, overall thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm being bold in saying this, but I don't think there's, like, besides John Legend as Keith, a legendary performance, um, there's, there's not... I wouldn't say there's any strong singers, even in the ensemble. When you start out from Jump and somebody's like... You know, that's all very... Um, quiet and understated and the only time that you hear anybody belt really is in like emma stone's audition yeah yeah i think that's about that's about it that's about as loud as it gets so there is a i don't know if that was just to have their star power or not but there's not a lot of um strong singers in the movie yeah that's probably the 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 longest someone holds a note in this movie like (laughs) that's why they need us yeah literally yeah (laughs) that's probably it um, so yeah, so you like it, but you have a lot of reservations. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, a small anecdote. I went to see it with my parents in theaters whenever it came out, like three, four years ago. Yeah. And, um, my parents were really expecting like a big, I think they're expecting like a big musical and there are big moments and there's big, um, film choices and big sets and big, you know, big events, but, um, not big, like singing and dancing per se. And so my parents, they, they, my parents left the theater after. <laughs> what a waste <laughs> of a lovely night! Oh, <laughs> they, they didn't like it. Uh, and then we saw Manchester by the Sea. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, and, no, but love, I mean, that, yeah. that does say I don't. I wouldn't say it, it's. It speaks to. I wouldn't say it speaks to an older audience in many ways because it's very realistic in many ways. Even though it's it romanticizes certain aspects of real relationships it is more realistic than old mgm movies and i think when you show it to an older audience and people who have older perceptions of uh movie musicals and musicals in general you are going to meet some uh, backlash you know because it's reserved in comparison to those and not as boisterous, I would say. Yeah, the, that's a, it's an, it's an interesting thing you said. Uh, how the relationship is a little more realistic than uh, other 
um, you know, uh, uh, movies of the time, you know, MGM uh, musical mm-hmm. movies, especially. And and by the way, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, see it. Uh, spoilers, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, but but yeah, I would say the ending is like the the prime example of like yeah, they don't get together. Right. Right. Yeah, that's like a big moment. So like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, it's leading to this kind of romantic thing. Like, oh, they'll, they'll make up, you know, they'll, and they'll, you know, stay together. But uh, that's yeah. not, that's not the case. And uh, Hunter, before I talk even more about this, uh, what did you think of La La Land? La La Land. So I, I struggle with this movie a little bit too. Um, saying that. <laughs> uh, saying that. I, I remember the first time that I saw it too um, in theaters. It came out like my senior year of high school, uh, and I went to go see it on Christmas Day. Uh, and I sat like it was like the first two rows or something like that. And I just remember crying my freaking eyes out. Like I thought it was so good, but I do That's see the epilogue. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I see why people have problems with it and albert you brought up an interesting point uh with its audience because now I'm, I'm starting to think who the movie is target audience is because like older people they could see it as like oh i don't like this because it's not like the old days mm-hmm. and then theater people i don't think like it um at least the ones that i've talked to because the singers aren't right. musical theater singers mm-hmm. um so yeah, but I, I do really enjoy this movie. Uh, I think that it's, I, I don't have the problems with it that other musical theater people have. Um, and in fact, I, I think it makes sense that this singing isn't uh, like Broadway type. Right. And you know what, I was thinking like, if, if, I, if I may, um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting cause you don't have, like, I think when I saw the movie the first time I thought, well, why did they find musical theater people? Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people who can sing and dance and act that are amazing and they've been training for it their whole life, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I, and that just comes out as me, who's, you know, and, and us who've gone to musical theater school and things like that. And you work so hard on singing and acting and, you know, being able to uh, show emotion while singing and sounding great and sounding, you know, projecting and filling a theater. But I think there is something that works about them being film veterans, as it were because there is something very understated and subtle about their performances. Like no matter, no matter how much we say, like no matter how subtle as we try to be on theater, there is something like big about it. Yeah. Even if you're talking about small things as we have in contemporary theater, it seems like talking about more um, smaller minutia and, and minute details about your emotions or whatever. Um, there is still a big event happening and you have an orchestra and all that. But oh oh, someone's calling perfect. me. Jeez, we're, we're having so many interruptions today. Is this an office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Mana residence. Was <laughs> no. that a phone? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh fuck off. Okay, go <laughs> off your phone. Um, the um, uh, well, I I guess it's interesting that we talk about. Like the singing, because you know us coming from musical theater and stuff, and having musical theater background, you you 
you know so many people that can sing, act, and dance, right? You know, not maybe not so many, but you know a good amount of people who can sing, act, and dance. Their ass is off. And then you see like Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling kind of kind of dancing a little simpler, and the music is definitely not difficult by any means. Or yeah, which is funny. Stuff. Which is funny because like, didn't wasn't Emma Stone on Broadway? She was in Cabaret as Sally Bowles. She replaced Michelle Williams. So I think, I think that that role doesn't always need to be played by a singer. Singer sometimes they can get away with that. Um, I see. I what you Liza, mean. Liza made it more of a singer's role, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, it's funny or it's interesting that you you say you know that they're not you know particularly strong uh, singers. Um, and let me just go into my thoughts real quick about. The movie uh so here's here's my little blurb because if you don't sure, know sure. if you don't know albert i'm a blurb man he's a he's such a blurb man it's crazy yeah yeah like literally he's not a leg man every he's lost like he's not a leg man he's not an ass man he's a he's a blurb man he's exactly blurb. exactly every lost uh, episode we talk about i do a little blurb or, or at yeah. least the top five it's fantastic um, okay so anyway a beautiful charming and very well acted movie that happens to be a musical <laughs> Right, no, that's true. <laughs> so I, I really, I really like this movie, and I, and I, I want to just touch on the the singing for, uh, for a second. So, the point uh, of the movie obviously is that it's a modern version of a classic movie musical, like Singing in the Rain. So, uh, so it, but also it subverts, you know, where um, it's more about the acting than the singing. So. So just to touch on the singing, for example, Ryan Gosling is not a great singer, no. uh, but you like his character, so it's 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 this kind of a frustrating. You guys might. I don't love Sebastian. Oh really? That's okay. Really? I know. Well, yeah. we'll we'll get into that, but we'll uh, into but that. Uh, but it's it's frustrating because like yeah, he's definitely not a great singer, but for someone who liked his character, I liked the the acting uh, right. for him. I liked his acting, so. Uh, you you understand what the uh, character is conveying, even if the vocals aren't particularly strong. So like mm -hmm. I feel I feel like it it's intentional. Like and I and I see the intent. Um, and now you don't have to like the intent, but right, I, right, right. I I saw the intent, and I and I liked it, and I felt it, even though I I think it could have been stronger. And there's no doubt about it that he put a shit ton of work into this movie, just with like the piano and the dancing and the sound. Oh, abs absolutely, and the piano so, especially, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, that's where I'll leave it for now. Before we get into, well, he, uh... he's also he was also a musician before this too. Um, right, he, right. There's a band uh, called Dead Man's Bones. Right, right. Uh, and they they have a song in Conjuring too, also, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, his music before this, like, obviously he's not like the, the greatest singer or whatever, but I, I do, like you said, I, th I think it works because I don't know. And I think this is how I approach musical theater anyway, that like this, if the singing, the singing doesn't have to be as great as the acting is, at least for me. Right. Like, as long as you, as long as you're conveying what you need to convey for the story, for your character, you know, it it, it it for stuff like La La Land, I don't think it needs to be like so like, right. ah, you know, like so right. so so strong. But I, but I also you know miss miss that kind of uh, vocal power. Right, there's a rapturousness when you have that kind of strong vocal power that that makes some musicals really amazing. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I do, and I do think that, like, you know, with stronger vocal power, I think some of the moments in this movie could have been, like, even stronger, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, her for like her audition song, for example, is is a very good moment, but if, if, if the vocals were even stronger, I think I would have, like, cried during that moment. Right, me too. Yeah, yeah, I think for a movie like this, I think that if the vocals were so, like, amazing... I don't know if the movie works. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's true too. Because it, yeah, I, because it it is it is once again it is a choice. It's like it it is the direction that Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are getting is to not be big, to just kind of be natural and just kind of soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I always make the argument too that like it wouldn't make sense for them to be such great singers because well, Ryan Gosling's like Sebastian's a pianist. He's not a singer. Right. Well, um, I mean, like, you know, like in musicals, like people are chimney sweeps and they're singing beautifully. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There is like you have there is a suspension of disbelief when you watch a musical that you are just going to expect them to sound better than your average Joe. Right. Exactly. So but I, I, I do get what you're saying, though. Yeah. I think for, for a movie um, that hasn't been done on the stage before, just for like a strict movie that is a musical there, mm-hmm. that just so happens to be a musical. I think that 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 works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, let's just jump into our favorite uh, part of the movie. So, Albert, what is your favorite part of La La Land? My favorite part, I think, so just like the best parts of this movie, I'm going to be real, like Mia and Sebastian's theme, like the, just like the music is gorgeous, like the score. Maybe not all the songs, but like the score is absolutely gorgeous. So it's hard for me to pick a moment because I love me when me and Sebastian's song first plays. I love that. I love the planetarium and I love Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling fighting at the car. Um, but I'm like, my favorite part is when it's like visually stunning, stunning to your ears and also emotive. So I, I have to go with the epilogue. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that, that moment, that moment really is striking. It really encapsulates everything the audience it, it, it once it's like everything the audience wanted from the movie in a way like you wanted to see this like big mgm uh movie musical and you see these beautiful sets that are facades you know they're not like real set sets and you see these beautiful sets you see you get to see 60 millimeter too for a little bit which i love and you get to see some miniatures a little bit which i love yeah um but they just emote this the, the dream that you wanted the movie to me, you wanted the relationship to work out, you wanted everything to go right, and you wanted um, you wanted them there to be big musical, wonderful musical numbers. And we didn't always get that in the movie, and we kind of realized that it couldn't have really worked out that way. So I just, I just think the way it happens is so beautiful. And the music itself, just by itself, like listening to that on Spotify, you know, you're just like blown away. Yeah, a special you shout- you need. Oh, sorry, I keep going. I was just saying you, you get everything you need from the music alone and then the, the and then when you have the filmmaking and the silhouettes and the audition room and all this other stuff is just so striking yeah a special special shout out to uh justin Hurwitz for the score mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. he also he also did the score for uh whiplash um and first man, yeah, he's uh he's so good uh it, it, honestly it it, it kind of elevates what's going on in the movie mm-hmm. yeah um he did the uh something with dogfight too, right? 
one of the people I, I think Patrick and Paul who did oh yeah the, okay yeah 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 they they wrote the lyrics they wrote the lyrics yeah yeah, yeah. um they also d did you know Greatest Showman and uh, a couple yeah of okay uh, and uh, Evan Hansen Evan Hansen yes, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah um but yeah no that that epilogue is absolutely stunning um especially the the part where like uh she's in the audition room or whatever and it's like kind of a silhouette yes so beautiful yeah it's 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 so yeah it just looks like you want to take a picture like it's just so good oh god yeah, yeah. and also yeah the the score too is just yeah. stunning i i own it on uh on vinyl too so it's hunter just... is that your favorite part um <laughs> yeah i i don't know it's i i i do i really love every part <laughs> of this movie um but i I'd, I'd have to say that my favorite part is also uh ryan gosling in this movie i think that he's his work in this movie is just oh shows. so so he's also your mvp yes he is okay also my MVP. okay uh <laughs> yeah um the way yeah killing killing uh two birds with one stone there buddy Oh yeah, yeah. Um, especially <laughs> just the way that he like his hands like kind of make love to the piano in a way. Like the way he touches it, like I feel his love for mm. uh, for being a pianist. Every and every single time I watch the movie, I feel that. Um, and I, I just think that his work shows, and it's a shame that he didn't win an Oscar for it. But you think he should have won over Casey Affleck? Hmm. Oh, that's for Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, pretty hot take. Um, but... that's yeah. Uh... That's true. Casey Affleck was amazing. It's two. It's amazing. two different kinds of performances. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really is though, that because uh, Ryan Gosling topic. is like. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying that goes into a whole other topic of like what do awards award. Also, what what classifies as a leading man? Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. Uh, as as much as I. You know, uh, it can be debated if if he's even the main character of the movie. Yeah, I would say Mia is to be. I honest. would, uh, yeah, Mia, a hundred percent is. Oh yeah, I mean, Mia. They, they try to they try to make it even by showing her at the piano bar, and then him. We go through his day, so they try to make it even. But yeah, you know, but but it's like five seconds, like it's nothing. I know. It's so not any, and he she has like us a, a whole ass song in her part and he doesn't even have that yeah he has he has city of stars and and that's yeah, like five barely. and that's five yeah. seconds right. <laughs> yeah while mia has like all the juicy moments yeah uh but uh that that's that's interesting that you that you mentioned ryan gosling as your favorite uh hunter uh i think that's a it, did you want to mention anything else about your favorite part um no i, th I think at this point that's all that's that's all for me folks great <laughs> so uh, <laughs> alberto uh, what is your least favorite uh, part of La La Land? Right. I mean, for me, it's like parts of the beginning. I had trouble getting into it. And that's basically the musical numbers at the beginning. Like, Someone in the Crowd and What a Waste of a Lovely Night are not... I guess What a Waste of a Lovely Night isn't my least favorite part, but Someone in the Crowd, parts of it are because this that song feels superfluous and it doesn't really get the point across. It's just like... I don't know why it had to be there. They go to a party and then we get a little I want moment in the mirror with Emma Stone. But I get more of that from her first audition and 
her her uh lines and her scenes than I do from someone in the crowd. It just seemed like I love parts of the way it's filmed and the freezing on the dancers and stuff, but uh, I don't know that part just didn't resonate with me. And as much as I love the filming and what a waste of a lovely night, just knowing singers and dancers, it was kind of hard for me to be impressed by that with them. Yeah, it was actually strange. I I actually was less I I, I was less impressed with that moment. Uh, this viewing, I was like, oh yeah, I thought it was cooler than this. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it looks beautiful. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and and the way it's filmed is breathtaking. But it's just, it. I don't know. For me, like the the singing and the dancing, I get more from um their banter on the way to the car and all that kind of stuff about their relationship than I do with that. You know. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Out, it's very um, what's that? What's what is the, <laughs> what is the wolf singing into the woods where he's like. You know, oh. the, the first song that he sings to Lil Red, it feels like that when he's like... <laughs> like, it's just, like, really creepy. It's kind of creepy. I don't know. It's, like, in an eerie place in his voice, the way yeah, it like, starts. It makes yeah, me like, feel a, like, cool. like a predator, almost. Yeah, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, and it doesn't... I, for me, I don't know, it doesn't It doesn't do for them what other parts of the movie yeah, do. Yeah, it's, so, it's so weird to, like, to talk about, like... Because, like, the, this movie is, is a bit frustrating because, yeah, it's, like, the scenes are great but then when it becomes when it becomes a musical it's not bad but it's like it's it's weird it's like it's different and it's not as good well see i think i think that it's so cute that part like when Uh, they like emma stone like putting on her uh tap shoes or whatever because like her feet that is cute yeah that's cute queen i think it's a very cute moment for them like how especially there's a montage later in the movie um of them like dancing and then like closing a door and running away or something like that. I think it's a, how just a different way that they can communicate. I thought, I think that it's adorable. So uh, was that, is that all your thoughts on least favorite or? uh... I'd say so. Yeah. So Hunter, uh, uh, your least favorite. So funny that a part that I just said was adorable is also my, that montage. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Uh, Montage is that the, uh, it's when they get together and Ryan Gosling has a Dodgers hat on and right a Dodgers hat of all things. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I. It's not. I just think the pacing kind of slows up. Yeah, that's where like they they go up like the the their vernacular incline thing and then they do a little dance outside and close the door right. Yeah, I saying that I do like that part, but I do think that the that the pacing, uh, like right when they kind of get together and there's a montage i think the pacing slows up and i get a little uh disinterested um and then i also get disinterested uh just with john legend that part where he joins the band i'm like Mm -hmm. "Ah." maybe it's just because i didn't want his character to do that um but yeah i just don't i don't particularly like uh that part and that song that John Legend sings. I hate you, that. You don't like that song? I love that song. I used to play that song at the gym. Dude, it's it's one it's one yeah. It's one of the it's one of the best songs of the in the oh, movie. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I really do. And you know what? I think in better start a fire. Come on, let it burn, baby. So Nick, you said this to me before. I think the movie will disagree with you. I think you're supposed to be like, oh, what? But the- that's the problem. Okay, I, you know what? I'll just get into it now. Uh, uh, so my oh, least, boy, my least favorite, my least favorite part, um, uh, the middle of the movie is is mm. is is clunky. Uh, it's funny that you say the. Uh, well, you you also kind of said the middle, uh, Hunter. Yeah. 
but but yeah, the the, the middle the middle is, is is clunky. When when Seb joins John Legend's band, the song kind of slaps, but the movie is trying to say that this is a bad path for him. I know, and he he also plays some. Adding on to that, he plays some amazing keys. He tickles those ivories, amazing, and the yeah, like it's such a weird thing to like, like the movie saying this is not great, and and you're like, what are you talking about? And then Emma Stone's getting pushed away from the crowd, and you're like, why aren't you having fun, girl? This yeah, <laughs> like the the movie uh, is almost trying to overcompensate. They're like, oh fuck, the song's actually good. Uh, oh, she gets pushed away. Right. <laughs> It's because you see him selling out and doing something that he doesn't actually want to do. Yeah, well, if if they're going to uh, demonstrate that, the song has to be actually kind of bad. Yeah, I feel like it would have to be something along the lines of like a... I, I don't know, like a, I'm trying to think of like a really bad pop song that just like... I don't know. Well, you know what? A Lady Gaga does a, a, a similar thing in uh, Star is Born where she's doing like a fake sellout song and that right, works. Right. And yeah, with why do you look so good in those jeans? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. Like that I mean, works I more. Like I do. I actually, actually, the song. Ooh. But uh, but I know it's like the lyrics are so like bad and and she kind of like, it's just so shallow and haha shallow. shallow. It, it's, it is so it's so superficial that you're like okay she's really selling herself out. But for this one, for me at least, I feel you. You you kind of see how there's a jazz influence you see that they kind of play with each other and 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 um jam yeah. and uh improvise and then you kind of see how that's mixed in with the music and i also think as a struggling artist we do have to respect the times where we get we have to do what we have to do to make some money to yeah to he's being, do what we want sometimes. exactly well he's being so stubborn in a way that like isn't I, I don't entirely buy because like he he's he's yeah maybe he doesn't entirely love what he's doing but like it's still like mute it's jazz yeah yeah he's still he's still able to exercise his art but but I see what you're saying Hunter too you know yeah you my see thing sell out yeah I on legend and him are talking after the rehearsal and he's all like how like Thelonious Monk like these guys were uh, uh, revolutionaries. How are you going to be a revolutionary if you're like such a traditionalist? And you're stuck in the past. Yeah, that, yeah. that sums up all my feelings about his character really well, actually. That part. And I, I agree with that because the the rehearsal where it's like, and like the, the drums kick in, it's like, ooh, this is groovy. But then what it turns into, I think, is like, oh, this, I just, I think that it's not, I don't think it's jazz at all. Right. And I guess that's right. And And you do get the vibe. Like something's wrong here when they when he clicks in that uh <laughs> what yeah. I think auto tune he just like clicks in and then you see Ryan Gosling do a double take oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just say his double takes and like when he gets scared it I think it's so amazing oh no <laughs> very, I, very, I, I he's he's brilliant when it when very memeable and gifable in those in those moments I'm yeah sure. totally no I I think his comic timing especially in those moments are very good. Uh, let me yeah. just uh, let me just wrap up my least favorite just by saying uh, so that conflict of like you know him joining the band and everything that's why it, it works but it's not you know because it, it, it's not what he loves because that's what you we were saying before uh, but it could have been more of a stark more of a stark contrast I think uh, with what he wants Be like it could have been even more obvious actually like okay this is not good for Seb 
um, for, for him to do. Like, he, sh he shouldn't sell out like this. And so the argument scene that they have is very good, but it would have hit more if we, f like, we felt more of uh, a, a scenes where they're kind of growing apart. We kind of just get a small montage where they're like, oh, they're kind of doing their own thing now. But, like, we, we I, I felt like we could have felt that even more. So I, 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 I can in good conscience say the, 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 the middle is uh, particularly great, but I think it, 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 I think it comes back around once we get to uh, kind of Emma Stone's uh, breakdown uh, and her question yeah. and her kind I of, think... uh, sorry, and her kind of questioning, um, yeah, you know. I say the movie picks up right when uh, he doesn't show up to the to the um, her one woman show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And See, that, that, yeah. That 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 actually works really well in my opinion. Yeah. When he doesn't show up till the end, I'm I'm totally spellbound by the movie. Yeah, and those and those people uh, talking about her one woman show in the oh. background, like giving her shit, like oh, don't quit your yeah. day job. Yeah. Oh my god. Savage. We we've all heard that before. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Oh wait. Uh uh just just to quickly uh t touch more about my favorite because actually i don't i don't think i talked about yeah my you favorite. did What's not no i don't think you did. oh we're, we're doing too well hunter we're we're, we're moving too fast yeah. uh so uh so uh just to very quickly say uh my favorite uh part of the movie <laughs> we're going a little backwards but whatever okay, uh the the relationship between mia and sebastian without their chemistry being so good the movie would fall apart uh, yeah. Mia, Mia has such a likable personality where she's driven but has her limits, which leads to to the dramatic question for her character and the entire film is being an actress in L.A. Is following your dreams, the struggle, pain, and failure of it all, is it worth it? Uh, the, the struggle uh, and the pain and fear of it all, uh, is it worth it? Uh, Sebastian is her anchor uh, that helps her relearn to follow her dreams no matter what. Uh, because you never know if success will come your way until you keep going for it. Uh, Mia learns through Seb that sometimes you have to make your own thing to stand out. Uh, the film's answer is it is worth it to do what you love. Always. Uh, Mia and Seb's love is infectious and it breaks your heart to see that it doesn't work out. But uh, they, they help each other follow their dreams so it ends on a wonderfully bittersweet note. Right. I yeah. yeah. They were both too bright for each other. They couldn't flourish in each other's light, you know? <laughs> yes. Some, sometimes you just have a relationship that just kind of helps you learn your learn more about yourself and you move on. Right. Beautifully um, said. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Albert uh, and Hunter, are, are, we, are we done with our least favorite section? I mean, I just want to add to a least favorite bit. Yeah, yeah. Two parts that I just think we just cannot ignore. Two parts I can't ignore are, let me let me find them in my notes. I, I put them down. Um, really quick. So, poor Finn Wittrock. I don't understand what he did wrong. I know that he's not Sebastian, but we do not understand what this man did to hold her back. Like, we're supposed to feel so liberated when she leaves him at the table. And I'm like, what did this man do to you? I don't understand. Oh, it's because he just looks so unlikable. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, right, exactly. You don't know him. And then there's also, whoever owns the theater that played Rebel Without a Cause, I'm really sad that the Rialto closed down in the middle of the movie. But 
they deserve to be sued. Why are they playing film that can burn in this day and age? Guys, guys, come on. That's all. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's the reason that they closed, right? I would hope so. <laughs> Un- <laughs> unacceptable. Which also, I, I will add, is one of my favorite parts when she's driving by the Rialto and she mm-hmm. sees that it's closed down and then it's like, oh, it signifies that the re- relationship is like... Yeah, yeah. Back. I think that's such a power... And especially when their theme plays behind it. Um, or, I don't know if it's their theme, but it is like a... Yeah, it is their theme. Something similar, yeah. Yeah, Um, I think that's such like a... Like my heart just like drops. Yeah. Also the way I do have to, I also, sorry, I, I swear to God, this is my last least favorite thing. I do have to go along with, I do have to mention like the way black people are placed in the movie is very strange for me. If you watch it just kind of with that in mind, you'll see like, you're like, okay, he, he's going into jazz, which was founded kind of by black people. Yeah, definitely founded by them, yeah. And, and I'm not saying it's not like white people shouldn't be playing jazz. I don't, I don't want to get into that. But like, it's just very weird that the places where he's flourishing are like these spaces that are occupied by mostly black people. And then there's like really not a lot of black characters besides John Legend and her, his sister's husband. Yeah, and, and he's then, and he's just, and he's supposed to be wrong, uh, John Legend. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of a weird way that they're placed. And then I think another time you see any people of color or when he's singing city of stars and then he like says hi to this nice black man and dances with her wife and then he's like hey stop that's my uh, wife it's just, it's just very it's just very odd i don't know yeah i think it just goes into like a just a larger problem with movies in general that like, yeah and i know, know I, that i think like now movies are like trying it's to all damien chazelle's fault it's just like no it, i don't think it's the movie's fault i think it's just a hollywood problem where i yeah, think like sure. i think if we made this movie now i and i honestly do think this if we made this movie even now even though it's such a recent movie i think uh either mia or seb would be uh probably a, a minority or, or some, you know, yeah. or, or not white. <laughs> I'd love to see a yeah. version where Leslie Odom Jr. plays Seb. My roommate brought that up. I was like, that'd be really interesting. That's actually he a, might, he that's might a, be re- that's a really good, good choice. He might be too good that he would make her look bad at times. <laughs> that's thing. But yeah, I have that, to, I've shout out to Zach Norris. He did mention that and I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, well, thanks, Zach. That's a good thanks, choice. Zach. Shout out to Zach on the podcast. Yes, just shout out to Zach. That would be a good choice. Yeah, that'd be a great choice. Um, I, w- I almost wish that happened. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so uh, since Hunter, you already mentioned your MVP. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hun- uh, Hunter, uh, sorry, I'm so used to saying your name, Hunter. I know. <laughs> uh, Albert, who is your MVP? I mean, you know, it's so basic, but, I, I, but you know, besides Ryan Gosling suits and John Legend as Keith, you know, obviously um, I, it's emma stone it's yeah. emma stone for me like you know you just get from from that besides emma stone already having like a bit of a you know having a following as an actress and you you kind of know what to expect from her in certain ways um just that that first scene of, of in the in the audition room with her phone and her coat on and the way that she connects to that material and we have no idea what this scene is about but we know that she is meant for this. We know that like this is her medium. This is what she should be doing, and there's no doubt about that. And no matter what what problems come her way, we're rooting for her from that moment on. Because we're like, 
no, we're like, no way anybody else in that audition room did that. <laughs> um, and you know, it's so funny. Like the lines are so bad in that too. It's like pure lunacy. It was just pure lunacy. <laughs> That's right. <Like> that. <laughs> oh, and I also, I also, uh, just a, a tangent. I, I also love her audition montage where she's like a school teacher in a bad yes! TV show yes. where she's like uh, trying to teach like minorities or something. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and what is it like? Like you um, be tripping. <laughs> you be tripping Jamal. Um, it's no Jamal, you be tripping. Um, no Jamal, you be tripping. Um, and then, and then the you know, just like the passion we see and how the business and casting are so dismiss dismissive of her, it makes us want to fight for her. And then, I mean, throughout the movie, for me, for me, I'm just so interested in everything she's doing, and Sebastian is just like an anchor for that and something for her to bounce her energy off of. I I know that's different for other people, but um, I just. And we, we get to see so much range from her in terms of emotion. And then we do get to see that funny Emma Stone, easy A, pocket full of sunshine Emma Stone in um, the Iran scene. Yeah. The, Perfect. Just to see her be so funny. Um, and, um, you know, and then I just have the Nevada car scene in her audition. That's like, I know, what do Oscars mean? What does it mean? There's so many great actors and performances out there, but like it makes sense when you see those scenes and the way that she rediscovers her love after he comes to her and you understand where she's coming from, but you're like, there's no other thing for you, girl. You can't be a lawyer. Like, and that's, and that's, I think where the meek singing kind of works for her. Like it, I don't love it. And it's hard for me to, um, listen to it all the time but like when you see the audition song and she's kind of just starting out so so small and it's like okay i guess i'll tell this story and then she just kind of is like oh she did what i want to do which is you know even if i make them what is it here's to the ones who dream um here's to the mess we make you know like we who cares what there's going to be so much shit along the way but as long as we're doing what we love like we are going to feel so fulfilled what is it? I, 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 uh, she left with a flicker, but I'll always remember the flame, something like that. Yeah, and, and, died, think, and, uh, died with her liquor? Yeah, something. But, yeah. I think, you know, we see the flame in Emma Stone. We see a flicker go to a flame in that whole scene, and it's just so beautiful. And her, and, you know, shout out to people with blue eyes. We're, we're always looking at them, and the way that she uses them is just magnificent <laughs> in this movie. So, really, so really, the MVP is Emma Stone's eyes. I guess you could yeah. say that. Her eyes and her freckles. You know, we always look. We always look. <laughs> we always look. We, we are. We, I, I, what's the meme? Like, I am looking respectfully. I am looking respectfully. Truly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, my MVP. Uh, so, uh, Ryan Gosling is great. Uh, he has a sarcastic a vibe to him, and his silent physical comedy moments are great. But <laughs> this is this is Emma Stone's movie. Uh, it's, a, it's absolutely her movie. She is so good. She is absolutely the main character, no question. She's she's charming. She's expressive. Uh, she and, and her performance has a lot of heart. And yet you, you were already mentioning that so beautifully, Albert. Uh, uh, before uh, the favorite, uh, this was my favorite Emma Stone performance. Mm. Uh, the scene when she gets out of the car and she admits that maybe she's not good enough uh, is is the moment she got that Oscar. <laughs> like, yeah. she, like she was getting that Oscar after that scene. Yeah, and you know what? Also, like the another just line is when she imbues so much with so much heart. Like somebody could have. She literally starts to almost cry when she says, "I can't even pay the theater back." That's such a real thing for actors, and 
that could have just been a throwaway line like oh, i can't even pay the theater back uh this is but she like that meant something to her and you can just oh it, it hurts yeah man. and because and because she feels it we feel it you know what i mean she's yeah, like yeah she she is us you know literally like she 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 she's like the idea of mia is all of us right mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. right now you know it's just so relatable in that way and and also i think the moment of her just saying like i'm tired of embarrassing myself you know it's just like so yeah. such a strong moment too and uh so the yeah uh uh her performance at the end uh, for the casting directors is so well acted and and perfectly shows uh the movie's theme and the answer to its dramatic question uh when she says to seb i'll always love you is the best delivered line of the film it gets me every time uh all hail queen stone <laughs> truly truly where is she now where where did where did well, she go? You know, she is, apparently, she's doing a, another film with Damien Chazelle called Babylon, I think. And she's oh yeah, Clara Bow in some fictionalized. <laughs> yeah, we got one. We got one uh, Damien Chazelle movie. For, we got one for Orion. We got another for Emma. Yeah, now I think it's I think it's supposed to be like some. Uh, it's gonna be like transition another another movie about the transition from silent films to talkies, I think. You know what? If you if you if you're doing movies, you you know if you're doing what you love in every movie, because Whiplash is also a very jazz centric movie. If you keep doing, love honestly, movie. honestly, I, I'm fine with that. Oh yeah, Whiplash is a masterpiece. Uh, but yeah, I I I don't see a problem with continuing to do something similar to like the other movies you know what i mean like because that's what he knows he knows and loves jazz and you know music and and everything so why not why not keep doing that for the rest of his career exactly. that's, that honestly that's honestly that's why i didn't really love uh his last movie uh, first man yeah i thought it was very boring because it, he clearly he clearly made that movie just to get an oscar or something because like yeah. he, he he clearly didn't have the like the the love or the heart to like do a movie about a guy going to space like yeah it's, and i mean it's not it's re- it's clearly not his mo i'm not gonna some pretend guy to... just going to space yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna pretend to know what the what the work he did for that movie and stuff and research but you know when you have like other space movies and space odysseys where they have like like interstellar where they have like so many freaking physicists and scientists and quantum physicists on set it just seems so well researched and real and that movie just felt so like blah for me yeah i mean if you know i know some people who really like it so you know more power to them but yeah i didn't really like it all that much Mm -mm. Uh, did you see uh, that movie hunter no i I never i never saw it um i i it's still it's on my watch list because i love damien chazelle and i absolutely love ryan gosling um Mm -hmm. i I still haven't seen it but I, i didn't hear great things though so yeah. that's why I didn't didn't go see it. Also, the way that you guys talk about Emma Stone is like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I was literally just listening. I was like, man, like, yeah, she is so great in that movie. Not enough to change my MVP, but man, she is so great in that movie. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. But also uh, um, that uh, the dinner scene where they're having dinner and. Yeah, the argument scene. Yeah, yeah. Argument, yeah. yeah so good so Mm -hmm. i it hits me when when he goes you're an actress what are you talking about (laughs) right yeah Uh, yeah i i think and for me i think ryan gosling's so good in this movie is because like again i think i've said this before in this podcast where it's not what he's like saying 
it's just, it's he's he's so i think he's such his character's such an introvert and we're like he feels like emma stone is kind of like grilling him in that scene and he's like yeah. oh god no what are you talking about god go away from me Stop right yeah he, he's so passionate yeah. yeah yeah and yeah chicken on a stick chicken on a stick all right so uh albert your rating out of 10 I struggled between these two numbers. Part of me wanted to say 7.5, but after talking about it, I'm going to go with a straight up 8. I'm going to go with a straight up 8. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, Hunter, you're rating. Yeah. Oh, I don't sorry. know how my uh, number system. I just don't know how my number system works, to be honest. I don't have anything to scale this off of, but I'm going to say 8. So. <laughs> Great. Uh, Hunter, your rating. All right. So I, I was struggling between two numbers, too. Um,. But right now, I think I'm going to give this movie straight up 10. Ooh, okay, oh, 10. I, I love this movie, and I love it more every single time I watch it. Um, it And there's something new that I, I tear up about every single time, I feel mm. like. Um, and so based off of, like, watchability, like, I think I could just throw this on and be, like, doing something else and like turn over and be like oh man i love this movie and then go back to whatever i was doing like it mm -hmm. could just be on in the background um but yeah i love this movie nicholas your rating yes i was also torn uh i i it's it's that kind of movie it's it's a it, two number it's a two number kind of movie <laughs> it's a two number kind of movie i was struggling between an eight or a nine because because when it's good it's really good mm -hmm. sorry let me say that again there's a glitching uh, when it's good, it's really good. It's just like it, it has some really great moments, but it, it, as a whole, I think I'm gonna have to give it an eight because I I, I think some of this, there are some things that bring it down a bit for me, but overall, I think this is a great movie, and I and I you know people have their issues with it, but I think overall, it's it's so well done it's so well directed so well acted that like i don't care <laughs> yeah the cinematography <laughs> and the music alone make the movie so unbelievable yeah it's uh, yeah. so in other words we we all we all really like it i do yeah i really do yeah. you know I, I i i like to be the guy who has hot takes about it and argue with people about it but i it makes me feel really good, you know, for better or for worse. It exactly, that, and that's yeah. all—that's all, that's all uh, you know. A movie can do sometimes, and that's all. Yeah. Inspiring too. Yeah, and inspiring. Yeah. I think it's so inspiring. Absolutely, it wants you to go back and act, but you can't because you're in a pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't. You know. <laughs> I know when she goes into that, when she's uh, when she goes back home and is in her childhood bedroom with all the surrounded by all the theater accolades and her old theater drawings i was like uh -huh. quarantine i was like oh my god <laughs> oh no she I got quarantine oh no mia's got corona no <laughs> <laughs> la la land two <laughs> la la here's land 2. to the ones who <laughs> <laughs> or it's like she has, she has... Yeah, here's to the fools who drew. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, that's our La La Land talk. Thank you, Albert, uh, for talking La La Land with us. Now we're gonna jump into uh, some off the top uh, discussions on 
uh, musical theater acting versus musical movie acting. So let's just kind of jump in uh, off the top of our heads. Let's uh, let's go. Yeah, have you guys done like musical movie acting before? Or oh. no, I I'm I'm purely just you know just you know just musical theater. I mean, I've obviously I've, I've you know I've done a few, a few filmed things, but mostly I've I've done stage work. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm really into film acting right now and doing a lot of auditions and self tapes right now in this time. But I'm mostly theater. I but I I really don't know how musical movie acting works. Yeah. What's it called? I was in a program in California called Musical Theater University, mm -hmm. um, and we did a few like TV specials for uh, just the the local um, news networks. Put it on uh, during Christmas time, and I'll tell you it. So that that's kind of the closest experience that I have. But it is so weird um, right. trying to do like theater songs for a camera like because theater's so big right how you were saying that like to reach like the back of the house you got to be pretty, right. pretty big and so that is so difficult not to do um especially while like singing and dancing and especially lip singing is like the weirdest thing right um, so did, you guys, guys, did you guys record it prior or later and then you just yeah lip -sync yeah um we recorded it um before we filmed it right uh, you, you would have to before because then what if you're right duh. <laughs> you know if you're yeah. moving your mouth and and then you record it later and it's like totally different like yeah, no, the uh, way you say something the way you you know and that was also really difficult too because we we went into this like recording studio and singing it without like anybody be there was like the weirdest thing in the world and so i i i commend like because la la land they didn't sing uh live did they like lame is or something like that no no, no i think it's really just lame is is basically the only movie that lame is, that. is the only one that did that but i think la la land with the way that those with the way that they have chemistry and stuff and the the way that the film uses auto-tune in weird places for the group numbers i wonder if that would have benefited the movie at times yeah, maybe because if it's because they're doing, you know, especially when they're dancing and doing all this stuff, but it's also so heavily edited that you, yeah, you probably, true, you probably can't, especially like, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the second song, uh, you got the run da, 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 da. Oh, the, in the crowd. Yeah. Like that, that alone is so heavily edited that you, you literally couldn't do that. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wonder how it is on like a grander scale. Yeah, because like the the whole thing about theater acting and musical theater acting is that you're doing all of it live right now. There's no like mm -hmm. take two. There's no there's no hey, can I do that again? Like you just gotta keep right. going. You gotta keep going. So it's it's kind of like you know that you get one take and that's it that's that's right. live theater so it's yeah you're not you're not thinking about posterity either there's something with theater where no matter the run time of what you're doing you're probably going to have a second time to do it <laughs> so yeah. you're like okay well i didn't do x y and z this time so i'll try and do i'll try and do x y z instead of abc or maybe do all of them you know so it's and you're it's hard to 
I mean, it's hard it's hard to think about that to be like yeah. what take works the best <laughs> yeah and just like when it comes to continuity when you're filming it's just like oh i was here when i was singing this and now i'm uh should i go back here because i was there before you know like it's so there's so much yeah. like you know it, that you have to think about and i you know it, once again yeah. you, it, it almost maybe potentially to a detriment you, you you have to you know you're, you're maybe overthinking you're maybe over preparing right. or over like oh shit it has to be like you know how how many takes can we do you know kind of thing where it's right. like you know how perfect can we make this when i don't know maybe it's just me but when i do self tapes or or something it, it, something uh where i film myself sing usually it's the first take is the best take usually hmm. yeah because i i feel like after that you might be overthinking exactly like uh, like not all the time but most of the time like i when i do it again and again and again i'm like you know i i i think it was actually good the first time yeah <laughs> yeah I, I definitely limit myself to how, how many times i record it like i'll do like a definitely minimum of depending on the length of the song first of all but i'll usually do a minimum of like three or five but i don't know that's I don't, fine I don't that's fine. I don't have, yeah, I don't have that experience, though, where the first take is always the best. Just because, but, you know, maybe acting-wise it is, but it's usually just, you know, unfortunately, film and stuff is an editor's medium. So it's always about, like, oh, you know, I, you were looking at my nose a little bit in that one as opposed to thinking about the the uh, the acting of it. Right, so the intention, that's another, yeah. That's another thing about film musical acting and theater musical acting is I feel like... Uh, theater musical acting is a little bit more actor friendly of course you have to be in your light and stuff but you can kind of let whatever you do guide whatever you do because people are gonna see it for the most part but uh, right. in film if you make a slight change depending on how it's framed they're just not gonna fucking see you <laughs> so yeah that's that's yeah. where there's a lot more i i think i think i don't know i i guess i can't speak too much from experience but i think you have a lot more to worry about in terms of film yeah, like, I I always find that I the first take, I'm I'm always thinking about how I look, rather than, mm -hmm. uh, may, and maybe that's just my my weird ego coming in. I I'm get it. Like, no, no, we I I think we feel the same way. Yeah, yeah I'm always like, man, I ho I hope I look good in this shot or whatever, and then I'm like, ah, shut the hell up! What the <laughs> hell are you thinking about that for? Think about the damn. Right. And then you're like, does my ear really look like that from that angle? I don't yeah, know. right. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do it again to make my ear look better. Yeah, you're like, maybe I'll. No, no come on. I, I really think that my ear can look better um, if I do really? this. Really? That's how I feel. I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just so it's so funny to think just about like yeah, self editing yourself, and just like you know, you don't have to worry about that when you're just doing it on stage because yeah. also you're not thinking of how I look because everyone can see you every angle like you don't have to worry about exactly that. and you don't have to worry about and you're like if i looked weird or did something weird in that moment i'll make sure it doesn't happen the next time and you don't right really because have you you happen. have you have more performances to do yeah exactly <laughs> like like yes you have multiple takes in a movie but only one's you, gonna get picked only one's gonna get picked and you don't get to pick it and uh and you do it that day and that's it yeah for real so yeah, if you like, if so, if you regret to you know doing something too bad, we're all you know we're moving to this set now. You know we're we're yeah. moving on. Time is more your friend on the. I mean, 
time is never anybody's friend really but like never time is more your friend in the theater because you usually have a lot more time to rehearse and such too yeah yeah it's more process oriented as opposed to product oriented because film you have the product and that's it nobody's gonna really care about the process until maybe special features on the dvd yeah but maybe you even know then even then people don't really but, watch but stuff theater that it's much always a process it's ever changing yeah yeah and i i think it was i think it was michael b jordan um in an interview was talking about how like oh man like you can go up to like the director editor be like hey man like i really did a, my best work in like take three or whatever but ultimately it's not your decision it's so not like yeah and how do you and even if how do you know, how do you know it how do you know it's your best take uh, and even if you felt the best it might not have elicited that response for the editor and for people watching it too exactly like it like it, it this actually doesn't have a lot to do with musical theater but i think a great example of this uh i i don't know if you've played the last of us games albert i have not no um but i know hunter has so you, you'll understand uh, yeah. uh troy baker who plays joel in the game uh, was kind of uh, mentioning, you know, because, uh, you know, they do motion capture for the video game. So, you right, know, right. They, they do multiple takes. Um, and and uh, he he was saying something like how, you know, early in the process, he would, like, look at the camera, like, while they're, like, looking at the footage. And he would, like, kind of, like, critique it or, like, oh, wait, let me do that. You know, let me do it again mm -hmm. or, you know. And the director of the game uh, had to be like, hey, can you not do that? Uh, because <laughs> uh, you might think something's good because... You know, you, you you know, we, we all in, in some ways have egos about like, oh, this looked good. This looked nice, you know, because, you know, you're thinking about yourself. But, you know, what the director had to be like, you know, could you know, I can you trust me? <laughs> and uh, and, you know, and let me choose, you know, what, you know, performance or what, you know, what what take is going to serve the story, mm -hmm. you know, what which one's going to serve the character, not. You, you know not not just you, it's not just you you know and so mm -hmm. and i think that was a really poignant i think uh story that he was uh telling uh about just like the acting process and you know it, it almost getting out of yourself and i think and i yeah i just thought that was super interesting mm -hmm. yeah that's that's really interesting um that's why like yeah because i've done shorts where i was in it and i was also directing it and it's like that's why i think it's so difficult um directing and acting in the same project well yeah <laughs> that goes like, without saying doesn't it yeah like and i i think that's so interesting because it, it it's such an ego thing right and it's it's not about us i mean as much as we, it's we not. as much as we will it to and much as we want it to be there's a little <laughs> narcissist in us it's not it's about the greater picture Yeah. Mm -hmm. um i will say just like talking about musical theater acting i think i i don't know one of my favorite one of my favorite musical movies is chicago i, I that i mean it's different than la la land in many ways but you know it was it was originally a stage show but i i think what i like about that one is it takes it takes a lot of stage acting and it, and it requires it for the story with you know the razzle dazzle um I'll give them the all razzle dazzle, but um, mm -hmm. it has a lot of people who know the film medium and know the theater medium, except for one of the leads, Renee Zellweger. But I think it works for her character because we get to see her kind of come into her own as a singer and uh, performer as she uh, 
as our character progresses. So I, I think that that was actually a really amazing movie musical, and I, I really Yeah, do love that would one. you, would you, what, what's everyone's favorite? Oh gosh. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. For me, La La Land isn't a, a movie musical in It's my opinion. not, Like it, it's it, not really. It's, it's, it's it, not in the traditional sense. No, no. Um, Nick, you go, what's your favorite? I'm just going to say nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know my favorite. I, I, I was just curious because I, I don't know off the top of my head either, but, No, but I it's, know, it's just, I know it's what just, it's not. it's, inter it's interesting to, yeah, I know it's not, uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know, uh, get back, uh, get back to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to grill anybody, but you know, just like, what do you like in a, I guess, like, what do you I like think in a movie musical? I I think it has to. Well, here's the thing. Actually, I do have one, but it's it's not live action. You know, it's it's animated. It's it's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, that's a good choice about that. you know, because that is a musical. You know what I mean? You can't take out the songs and still have the same impact. You know, it, those so those songs are so. important and and on and you know the vocals are great and the the songs are great it's so well written uh um by uh, alan and and howard uh it's Mm -hmm. it's Alan Howie, as as Nick likes to call them, he was really close. uh <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> you know best buds but uh but yeah it's i that's probably my favorite because it, it's just like the intention is there and even though it's animated you can see on their face how that you know what they're feeling and and through their vocals you know you can see you know just like you know what what they're feeling and 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 how the only way they can express what they're feeling uh is through song Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if there is a live action musical movie that i just absolutely love That's the thing. I think that's what we're kind of learning through talking about this. I don't think there's a perfect one out there because of how limiting and restricting uh, it is to film one. Yeah, I and think, I guess that's why animation works, yeah. and that's Yeah. why anim animation works because it's it's larger than life. It's out of this world. You can literally do anything. Right. Yeah, I I think the In the Heights movie that's coming out, I think that has potential to be probably my favorite. Yeah, that's that. I I hope it's very good. It looks good. Um, me too, me too. Yeah, um, but mostly I, I, I just, I like the recordings of the stage. Like my, Yeah. my favorite school, um, Sunday in the Park with George, Oh, that that recording, yeah. Patinkin and is just outstanding. And so Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I prefer those much more than them creating them in the, in the movie. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting seeing that going forward. Uh, just in terms of how this year and has affected theater, we're probably gonna, depending on people's funds, we're probably gonna get. I feel like we're gonna get a lot more of what Hamilton did. I know that that's Yeah, probably we pr that's we probably a lot of money, we probably but. will, yeah. But the way that that reserved something in posterity and kept kept theater going for a bit, um, I, I think I think we might see more of a future in that as well. What did you guys think about uh the Hamill the Hamill movie, <laughs> the Hamill film? <laughs> yeah, it's What weird did you to guys think about for it? me. I I really enjoy. I never I never saw it on Broadway, so that Yeah, was an amazing. it's it's too expensive. That was Yeah. an amazing amazing way to make it so accessible to people, and I know. I know, I know, I know that everybody who saw it has their quips like, well, in this number, you didn't see X, Y, and Z. And 
I really mm-hmm. love seeing that part. And of course, in the theater, you're going to get to pick and choose what you want to see. But And this is edited at the end of the day. But I thought, for me, I thought they did a great job of showing what the show was. And... Yeah, I think it, I think they did the best job they could of, of just like showing everything, uh, everything uh, that's so good about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I watched it about twelve times. <laughs> wow, I thought I, I watched it three times, and I thought that was a lot. Wow, I've, I've only watched it once. Oh my god, I watched I'll, it so I'll, many yeah. times, guys. Work harder, Nick. <laughs> it took when it first came out. It took over my quarantine life. I mm. watched it like every more. I watched it like three times a day. I think. Wow, it was a lot, and I and. I really loved that musical when it first came out, and then after the original cast left Broadway, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't really care. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the so, that's the thing about you know when the movie's done, it's done. There's no other. I mean, there maybe eventually there'll be other versions, but like that's the that's it. While in a right. you know musical in on Broadway, you know in the in New York or anywhere, you know that uh, you you get a new cast eventually if it keeps yeah, running. Which, which I do love. I love that about broadway but saying that when an when an original cast is so good <laughs> and then they leave i'm like ah, okay <laughs> i don't I know, care I music yeah because were... most shows you know actually don't benefit from like new casts yeah well, i mean a lot of them you know especially for show like hamilton a lot most a good amount of them were involved in the creative process and workshops etc so you know they just they have a lot of that baggage under them that yeah. helps that they have in their tool belt you know for the performances yeah like i think the only examples i can think of that like where the show itself is so good that you could literally bring in a new cast every time and it'll still be great i think my the only examples i i could think of are avenue q and uh book of mormon mm. i think because it's so because the scripts are so funny it's so you know what i mean it's so right. bril- it's so brilliant already that like you could literally bring in anyone and it, it'll it'll be mm. good mm. And yeah, I guess I, that's true because that's comedy too. So there's a lot to there's there's a lot of beats that you have to hit, but it can be hit in so many different yeah, ways. Yeah, because as long I, as you as long as you trust the the jokes, like it, it's going to be funny. Yeah, and I as for that Hamilton original cast, I just think as you said, like they a lot of them were involved in the creative process, and I think that they were all just so perfect for the roles that they played, and they're all so talented. Like I. I don't know if you guys watch sports or not, but I always refer to people that aren't into musical theater as that cast being like the 85 bulls. It's like, <laughs> it's like all the stars align and it's perfect. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. I only know right, the Eagles. Okay. So in my opinion, that would be like the 2018 Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm glad you mentioned the Hamilton film because also uh, Lin-Manuel and I think a, uh, a couple of other people might have mentioned it, but like it, it wasn't just one performance. They they took no. they, they recorded I think like two or three. There was I think they did I did they did two or three, and they also they worked on a Monday too, where the theater was black, so they had a lot. We were able to have a lot of film crews in and mm. go over certain numbers, like like wait for it. I th- I think is one of them. I don't want to be grilled. Yeah, and they also I think uh, they recorded a uh, a rehearsal. A dress rehearsal where so so when they're like you know really close up when they're close when they're close up to the actors yeah, exactly uh they uh that's how they got those shots right right it's <laughs> obviously because because i was thinking you know when i was a kid like how are they getting like so close to the 
actor. I like, like, what, <laughs> like, what's going on? Can can the other people see the camera guy? Right, yeah. right. But that's Remember, not had... that's not the case because actually I I, I say that because uh, as a little kid I watched the Shrek the musical uh um films. As a little kid, dude, we were like in sixth grade when that came out. I saw it. I saw it on Broadway too. I did too. I did too. Yeah. I saw it on Broadway and then I watched the movie uh, in a theater. I forget. I I I think I for some reason I was invited to see it in a movie theater, but it was really you know I love that musical, but yeah, it's really it was really cool to see that. But that's what I was thinking at the time. Like, how'd they do this? Yeah, I mean, I watched. No, uh, in the program that I was in down here. one of my teachers was in the original cast of Sweeney Todd and he was saying that like they, they filmed a few shows uh, for that, for the Sweeney Todd like film thing that they did. And then like they filmed like the close-ups and stuff, some at like three in the morning or something like that. Just crazy times. My God. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> how times have changed <laughs> with Hamilton. Like, because those guys are such stars now, anyway. That like, I guess, I guess, but I mean, I that was that was still hard for them, you know, having to, you know, your voice and body can only do so much, and having yeah. to go in on your off days and do that extra work for, uh, you know, I I think a lot of them, like Leslie Adam Jr. publicly said on, on a podcast that you know, like, you know, he had to, he kind of made sure that he was getting paid the same as everybody else, and he was like, I think he was like how much would you pay Aaron to for this? Like as a famous white guy, you know, that goes into something else. But, um, you know, I think they, they got compensated well, I think, but it's still hard, man. It's still hard. No, yeah, it's time. still yeah. hard. But like, I think those guys, I mean, Aaron to I guess, but like, I think the Hamilton cast has launched into something more than musical theater stardom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a like, phenomenon. That's really what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like with Lynn, like musical theater got becoming like a household name. Crazy. Yeah. What were we yeah, supposed to be talking about? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, no, I, this all, you know, uh, uh, comes together to, you know, musical theater acting and, and, uh, and in the movies, musical movies. So let's just, uh, piggyback, uh, on that again to close out. So, yeah. Uh, how do yeah how do we just feel in general about just like you know comparing the two and and which ones you know we prefer to watch prefer to do hmm. yeah i think i prefer to watch just musical theater being in musical theater yeah um just because just cuz that's how it's meant you know something like the hamilton film though with ex- or yeah i mean cuz that's just on stage too not like a film film you know yeah and not to not i don't think any of us are but not to knock uh musical movies at all because obviously there are some really good ones out there mm-hmm. um uh and some good live action ones too i mean like you mentioned chicago i think that's good you know I, I yeah and wizard of oz how can we forget you know oh my god yeah that's oh, one of the yeah. that's one that's one of the best ones of all time are any of us without that you know really yeah, exactly I guess, I guess i i was thinking um more modern. I wasn't even thinking about the about the older ones. Yeah, Wizard sure. of Oz. And Singing um, in the Rain and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, there, there's some good ones, of course, <laughs> but I, I, I think I think we all agree at this point that that I we prefer, you yeah. know, a, a, a live a stage acting. Stage. Yeah, scene. but I mean, especially coming from our perspective right now of like six, seven, eight, whatever the hell months it's been 
without live theater, you know, you get nothing like it, nothing like it. Yeah. And, and I will say that um, what I've always loved about musical movies and filmed stage versions is that that's so accessible, right? Like if you're feeling any which way, like you're like, I want to watch, uh, I want to watch the, the recording of Sunny in the Park with George, or I want to watch the recording of Cats, or I want to watch this, <laughs> um, this actual movie musical, um, you know, that's accessible to you. Jesus you Christ, all right, just wait a player. second. Oh, man. It's fucking phone. Nicholas with his phones. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, does he have a landline? Who has a landline? I don't know, I've never heard, I've never heard something that sounds like that. What is that? Is that like a, it sounds like a, a rotary phone. <laughs> um. Anyway, keep talking. Yeah. I, I was just saying that, though, I think the reason I loved movie musicals and filmed musicals was just because of the accessibility of it. Like, you know, it's, you, you can play it on, whether it was in your VHS tapes when I was a kid or your DVDs or your streaming services, you can play it over and over and over and over and over again. And you can play it at any time that you feel like you want to watch it as opposed to theater. Theater is always going to be an event for the most part. And there's a lot more money, but there's nothing like it. I, and I think that goes without saying, you know, I, there's yeah. just something so, rapturous about those when it's theater is done well and you're in the audience and you're all feel, like i the reason that and I, the reason that i want a filmed version of what i'm about to talk about is because it, it reminds me of how i felt in the theater like the color purple revival was like the the best thing i've ever seen so that good. was like theater for me that was like the 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 something that really like changed me it made me like look at my relationships the next day and like examine what like my relationship to like my faith was and all this other stuff and and you want to revisit that so exactly good way to do that is to to, to you know have a filmed you know a version of the stage uh, version. right right exactly exactly yeah so there there is you know there there's a place for that and there's a place of for movie musicals and they're effective but i but we, i i think we all agree that uh we prefer a uh, stage uh musical mm. uh, yeah theater, theater acting saying yeah. that i will i just remembered i don't know why i forgot it but i just remember my favorite uh musical movie and with the exception of i think 1954 brigadoon starring gene kelly <laughs> have you guys seen it no no i've never seen it nobody has it's <laughs> no it's so crazy because uh, gene kelly right i mean it's gene kelly yeah come on nobody has seen this film and it's, I, I think i might have heard of it yeah it's it's such a beautiful movie and it is the in my humble stupid opinion that it's the best it's not stupid your opinion's not stupid <laughs> it's the best musical movie of all time uh, and nobody's right. seen it so go watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I love Gene, again, another person who's like just so electric on, I never saw, you know, none, exactly. None of us got to see him in the theater. So seeing him on the, on the film was electric. You know? See, and you know, and that's once again, uh, that's why it's so complex. It's a nuanced, you know, we love Gene Kelly and he's a screen, you know, we, we've only seen him on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we've, I think that's a, one of the best examples of just like, you know, a, a, you know, an actor, singer in a musical, and dancer, a brilliant dancer in a movie in movie musicals. You know, where yeah, we only saw him in the screen, and and we we can see all of that, 
uh, uh, all of his performance ticks and everything. We, 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 we see that all on screen. So it can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West Side Story, shout out to that one too. That's, that's yeah. A great one. Yeah, West Side Story is good too. Uh, shout, out, shout out to the South Park uh, bigger, longer, uncut uh, movie. <laughs> One of the one of the one of the most underappreciated musicals of all time. I think what we're finding is that they did it better, like um, in the fifties, kind of. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Yeah, well, you know what? It's not a huge thing anymore. Doing musical movies, it's kind of a. Uh... It's kind of just like, oh, nostalgia. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not yeah. like this. It's not the status quo. It's kind of like, oh, remember this, right? And I wonder if that also speaks to the fact that at that time, pop music was like Frank Sinatra, <laughs> and so yeah. it was very it was music of the ilk of the musicals. So that's why Hamilton is works and is a phenomenon right now because it's what you hear. It's similar to what you and it is actually with the mixtape what you hear on the radio. So. I think that's why that works. Yeah, because it's time. so uh, it's so of the time. Yeah, and yeah. So I don't I don't know how to I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all right. I think uh, I think that will be the end of our discussion uh, yeah. for for today. Um, but uh, of course, in the future, we would love to have you back on for uh, either more musical movies or non-musical movies oh my god i would love it i would love it this has been a blast yeah thank you thank you so much albert for being a wonderful guest thank you yes. for having me after all the rescheduling we had to do no it's <laughs> totally fine it was worth it it was worth it it was, it was worth, worth it, it, was so, worth it. Worth it. Uh, so uh yeah uh, uh where can we find you albert um well on social media my instagram is at albert nelthrop um if you're finding this link, my name will be spelled correctly, hopefully, on the uh, on the link. Um, I can't and... make any promises. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll just see. Um, but it's at my name, at Albert Nelthrop, on Instagram and on Twitter. And, you know, if you want to friend me on Facebook, you can. I'm kind of on there. Mostly I get friends from bots, so I might I might ignore it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so, uh, yeah, just to cap off the episode, uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, people who are listening. Uh, email us questions, suggestions, or if you want to guest star at nycactorsfilmpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at nycactorspod and Insta at nycactorstalkfilm. You can find us right now anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please consider liking and following us on these platforms. Please listen, subscribe, and consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Look out for more updates and new episodes every week. Thanks for listening! Woo! Woo! We love you, Actories. <laughs>